Google services, including YouTube, wait, wait, Gmail, what? What? Google Classroom, Google Doc. Man, see what I'm saying? Welcome back to Squawk Box. Google suffering a major, major wow. outage this morning. Multiple services, including YouTube, Gmail, Google Classroom, Google Docs. Uh, those for the enterprise as well, inaccessible to users. That started around 6.40 a.m. this morning. What? Google out with a statement right now saying the problem should be resolved for the vast majority of affected users. Uh, the team YouTube Twitter account uh, saying they just uh, are back up and running as well. Uh, of course, more than a billion people uh, have, or, or a billion accounts uh, run over these services. So a huge impact across the globe with certain companies uh, not able to even access uh, some of their internal information. And uh, we're talking about even virtual schools and what was going on given the classroom uh, product is such an important one these days. So heating and the Nest stuff, I was thinking someday, you know, medical info, pacemaker info, you need a jolt now, you know, that's, that's connected or robotic search. I, I thought of yeah. so many nightmare scenarios with, with this that... Am I wrong, or, or we gotta? This is what you worry about with the big pulse that we're gonna get that, that shuts down the grid or whatever. When yep. So, I was saying somebody, it. somebody took to Twitter yep. this morning. Somebody took yep. to Twitter this morning and said Google just made the uh, made, made the best antitrust argument against we themselves. We gotta break this company up, dude. We gotta like today. Shepard Smith here. Thanks for watching CNBC. Wow. <laughs> See what I'm saying, you guys? What is going on? What I, I, I shared with you guys um the beginning. Well, I guess around last year, I think. Around last year. How stuff just gonna start happening, man. And um as always, I don't wanna sound like one of these conspiracy theories, but I mean, first of all, prophecy have to come forth because of what the Bible already for said, and a lot of you, if you guys follow um, Nostradamus, what, Nostra, what is it, Nostradamus, okay, this is supposed to be this individual that predicts things, you know, um, world events by decades, okay, and so far, he's been on it, all right, so, with all the, the rhetoric that's going on with with the the president, I don't know he didn't let the spirit of Hitler hit him because he is literally, even though he's out, gonna be out the White House. He's not going quietly. All right, and you're supposed to be an American citizen, and you are literally jeopardizing the democracy of the whole being a part of the United States of America, right? You know, and now I was reading last night about Russia going to be interfering with hacking the systems and like everything that he's striving to convert. Mostly everything will be converted. You know what I'm saying? On the online grid. And I stated that I was I was I felt in my spirit that the law was showing me say, hey, they're gonna have a, a major power outage. Well, half of that came to pass already when it went down to California. Alright? And 
New York had a little blitz before the COVID really hit big time. And then they had another thing. I'm going to go well, you can't Google it right now because they say it's out. They say it is out. That is crazy. That is crazy. You know, so what's happening? All of this online surge. That's all it is. And now everything has to be like upgraded. You know what I'm saying? Alexa, Alexa, stop. I got it. I mean, everything is just major. This is a major, major move here. It's a major move, y'all. You can't get into your Google account, YouTube, none of the accounts. I'm trying to see right now. They would say this morning. I'm going to see if I can have access to to my Gmail. That's your Gmail. That's everything. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I think I need some eyeglasses. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing out this the wonderful world of chaos? <laughs> Man, if you don't <clears throat> if you don't have <clears throat> oh Lord, here we go. I'm trying to talk to y'all before I even drink my morning coffee. There's so much, just so much going on. Jesus. And I know we want, I know we want our babies and stuff, but I used to always hear sometimes some old folks used to say, I wouldn't bring a child in this world. Okay, so. about it they're not even um, showing you no alerts so I guess overnight they didn't expect um, I don't know what they expected but uh, I'm, I'm inside my my google email but they say YouTube He's getting up down. Okay. 
Okay, so I I do have you guys. I do have access. Okay, so I can I can go on my YouTube page. All right. In my Gmail. I have access to my Gmail. So that was early this morning. So they say they, uh, I'm just watching the news. Okay, so they got, let's see if this is like, but my thing is, I don't see where, I don't see where they, they sent out a notice, you guys. So I guess if it happened early this morning, they really didn't like expect anyone to um you know they didn't really expect nobody to be up I guess <laughs> so uh yeah to your Gmail. That was earlier this morning. Okay. And, oh, okay. Press release has been approved. So, we we have officially completed our press release, you guys, for this Saturday at 7 p.m. I want you guys to go ahead over to facebook.com slash marionette publishing. Okay. And go ahead and register. The link gonna show the whole um, invite, the whole flyer. Okay, and you scroll down, it's gonna say um, reserve. RSVP, go ahead, it's free. Just go click that link and it's gonna take you to the registration form. When you fill out that registration form, it's automatically gonna send you a Um, the link for you to join in on Saturday at 7 p.m., okay? And I'm going to tell you guys right quick, and I'll know for a fact, if you guys been tuned in, I'm probably going to do another infomercial and do it separately, okay? That when you come on, I need you to have at least three things ready. I need you to have your mailing address ready, okay? Because we're going to be giving our prizes and taking your address down, all right? So we can mail you your gift. Number two, start thinking about what number you want to be between 1 and 20, 
okay? Because that's going to be your number for that entire night, all right? Um, let's see. And number three, um, think about some, 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 some fun facts that happen, uh, some fun facts that you can remember during this year. Now, I know we had a lot of negative stuff happen, but there had some good stuff that happened too this year. All right? Even with yourself, if something major happened that was good that overshadowed the bad that happened to you in this year, get ready to be able to share that in one sentence because you're going to have a prize too. Okay? So three things I need for you guys to do. Start thinking about... Numbers between 1 and 20. All right. Go ahead and register now. Register now. Okay. Because that's going to be very important for the registration. Okay. You want to register now. You want to select a number that you're going to keep for the rest of that night. Between 1 and 20. And, and, and think about something good that happened to you in 2020 that you can share in one sentence. I'll let you go for two sentences, okay? All right? All right, you're going to have something major for that. And I can't wait. All right, so y'all go ahead and be blessed. Uh, that just kind of stuck with me. I'm going to get better with my morning regimen because I am like two hours behind schedule, but I, I did stay up late. I stayed up late um, to get some rest. And uh, it got cold, y'all. It got so cold. It got cold. I mean, it stormed. And I guess I have to uh, let y'all, you know, we evicted my, my, my nephew out his room. So now he, he's like, um, Ain't Do I have to sleep on the floor? Can I have my room back? No. And he definitely not gonna get it back now. Mm. You you got us running back and forth trying to make sure you okay and trying to help you and thinking you got some psych problems and ain't nothing really wrong with you and your psyche. You 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 striving to be a a, a big professional manipulator. That dog ain't gonna hunt because we done been through it all. So he lost that, y'all. And he know me. Now, now you done caused me to waste my time to try to make sure that all the other family members are, t- are okay. And now you wanna beg to get your run back. Oh no, you said you was an adult. Right? You know? Oh, I, y'all don't treat me like an adult. Okay. Hey, even an adult wouldn't want to sleep on the floor unless they had to or unless they had a job loss or, 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 or some type of sickness. You ain't got nothing wrong with you. You got everything at your hand and foot and you still acting a, cra- a fool. And then talking about getting a gun. We ain't found that yet. Um, that room got to get tail toe up. You got to tear that room up. You know, you got to tear that room up because nobody's not going to tell me he didn't get it. You see? So that's a whole nother story on that one. 
But um, we we huh? Doctor D, hey, you know I'm gonna handle it with the help of the Lord, of course, with the help of the Lord. All right, y'all guys, let me let me get going. Let me get going so I can get back to my uh, lovely abode and get some things straight for this week. Ooh, we're gonna have this gonna be a busy week, a busy week. Yeah, busy week. Okay, you guys, y'all take care. Um, remember you all, I know some of you don't like to wear that mask, but it's kind of crucial right now. And if you're going out, especially around people, a lot of people, man, I've still seen a lot of people not wearing their masks, walking around like they the big chiefs, okay? That's all good, but think about somebody else. Think about you. Think about you going home, bringing whatever's out there that may have trans, um, you know, transferred on you and you brought it into your house. Okay, and then you won't know till what days later. Boom shakalaka, there it goes. Got another story for you that just how it happened to one of my baby uh, friends, and she was going to church. She 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 trying to do the church thing. See, that's why I'm sorry. Can't get me back in no church right now. Hey, that's just it. I'm looking online and seeing people, they singing, dancing, slobbing, hollering, screaming, and nobody got no mask on. I see it like, like, you can count on your hand how many people that they show in the audience who have a mask on. They're not six foot distancing. Nah, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Nah, y'all, y'all don't have to worry about Dr. D on that. I'm good watching it right here on, on on TV and YouTube and make sure I get on my knees and say, Lord, help my heart. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to count you guys. I know I'm saying I'm gone, but y'all know I got to throw that out there. At the end of the day, what's going on in your heart? How is your heart functioning? Do you need a heart checkup? You know, and there's some things that you know you need to correct. I had watched something and this young lady, um, I guess she felt she knew she was about to die, but she went and got some stuff right. She got some things corrected, you know. And her sister was begging her, "Where you going? Don't leave like this. We can work this out," you know. And she said, "No, I wasn't here. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, but I have to. I have to." In so many words, she said, "I have to wrong my right. I mean, I have to right my wrong." And, and church folks, I'm sorry, some of the church folks are so hypocritical, they just feel, hey, I went to the Lord, he did this here. But sometimes you need to go back and rectify stuff. You need to go and rectify stuff. And and that's where the pride the pride come in for church folks. Because they, they're arrogant and they feel like they can do what they want to people and just keep on going because they felt that they went to the Lord and he heard your cry. And everything gonna be all right. Not love, but all this is happening. Yeah, of course. It's of course. The, even the Bible say God say he, even in 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 in, in repentance, He say He do good to us so we can repent. So, but people feel like, oh, I still got good stuff happening to me. I'm still doing this. This is still happening. Yada yada yada. Of course, God's word is not gonna change. But at the end of the day. He's still going to judge that heart. He said, yeah, I seen all of that. Yeah, you sure did. Hmm, very good. But guess what? I never knew you. Whoa. See, that's what I don't want to hear. 
So I don't, I don't, I don't. No matter what's happening, I don't want to hear those words. So I'm gonna do what I need to do, right? I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna do what I need to do to make sure I don't hear those words from Elohim. Okay. Cause it's hard when your when your mom or your dad tell you, I'm done. I, I don't have nothing to do with you. And they literally they turn it back on you. You got to go. So that's how our Heavenly Father is. And he don't want to turn his back. But guess what? If he turned his back on Jesus, what makes you think you are better than Jesus? Whoa. Come on, I need to put that on the feed today. If God turned his back on his only begotten son, tell me, who are you? Whoa. All right, I'm gone. That 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 that's drop the mic issue that. I'm out. <laughs> that that makes you want to go back and say, Lord, get on your knees. Hold up. Whoa, whoa. All right. I love you guys. Y'all be safe out there, okay? Later. to say, let's catch up soon to someone you haven't seen in a long time, even though you know that's never going to happen. Or the same way you have to wash your hands in a public bathroom if someone else sees you. And it's interesting how the way candidates concede tracks the technology of the era. You know, first they conceded by telegram, then by radio, then telephone. Which means in 20 years, Don Jr. will have to concede to President Malia by TikTok. That's right. In okay, modern history, every candidate has offered a concession, no matter how painful. Right, right. Although there were some candidates who couldn't wait to get it out of the way. In 1980, Jimmy Carter was defeated resoundingly by Ronald Reagan by about 10 points. The first thing that Jimmy Carter says, I want to have the best transition in history. Carter decided very early in the evening at like 5.30 California time where Reagan was to concede. He did this over the objection of some of his aides who felt that the polls were still open on the West Coast, but Carter wanted to get it over with. So he called much earlier than Reagan expected. Nancy Reagan was in the bath, Ronald Reagan was in the shower. When the president was on the other end of the phone, I was wrapped in a towel and dripping wet and he told me that he was conceding and uh, that wasn't the way I pictured it. Okay. A guy wanting to concede that fast would actually make me suspicious of becoming president. It's like when someone is a little too happy that you're dating their ex. And you have to admit, the story about Reagan is really humanizing. You know, you never think of presidents running through the house in a towel trying to get to the phone before it stops ringing, but they did. Even President Lincoln had to deal with it. Hold on, hold on. Yes, are you calling to concede? No, I do not want to buy slaves. Stop calling this number. Unsubscribe. I've got to do something about this. So, the formal concession has been an important part of the peaceful transition of power for nearly 125 years. But there have been a handful of times when it almost didn't happen. When they told me it was multiple myeloma, I knew I was in for it. 
1916, the presidential race wasn't called for more than two weeks. Democratic President Woodrow Wilson and Republican Charles Evan Hughes both claimed victory one day after Election Day, but Hughes conceded on November 22nd. In 2000, it played out over 36 days. Al Gore called George W. Bush to concede after a remarkably close election, only to call an hour later to take it back. After a recount in a Supreme Court case, Gore decided to concede again. In 1876, Rutherford Hayes, the governor of Ohio, is running for the Republicans. Samuel Tilden, ex-governor of New York at that time, is running as the Democratic candidate. And it's a very close disputed election. And two days before Inauguration Day, the dispute was still alive. Both sides were planning on inaugurating their candidate. Only two days before did Tilden concede, and the country came very, very close to a terrible outcome. Yeah. One time America got close to having not one, but two inaugurations, which would have been a nightmare. Can you imagine all the traffic? Plus, you're gonna need two Sean Spices to lie about the size of two crowds? And the dueling presidential speeches must be terrible. It's like the Brandy and Monica of inaugurations. The crowd is mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. By the way, 1876 must have been a really shitty time to live through a contested election. I mean, because now we've got Twitter, we can just scroll. They could only look out of their window all day waiting for some dude on a horse to deliver the news. Look, yeah. here he comes. He has the election results. Oh no, no wait. He's just got a list of other horses that he thinks I should follow. <laughs> just an ad. But if concessions haven't always gone smoothly, in the end, it's a gentleman's agreement that every candidate has adhered to. But Donald Trump is no gentleman. And it's pretty likely that he's going to end his term in office by breaking one final unwritten rule. The good news is, it might not really matter. If President Trump decides not to do it, nothing consequential happens to the outcome. There will still be a peaceful transition of power, no matter if Donald Trump stays in the White House or if he decides to leave. The codes, the nuclear codes, and every code will be delivered to Joe Biden. The Constitution has a remedy. If you are not the electoral vote winner on January 20th of the following year, you're no longer the president. You're a trespasser. The Biden campaign saying the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House. Whoa. That's right, people. Whoa. And best believe, yeah. if Trump is escorted out, Whoa. he's not going to give a shit about anything, especially keeping national secrets. Get your hands off of me. E.T.'s hiding in the Hoover Dam. Tupac is alive. He lives in Montreal. The moon landing was faked. There's no such thing as the moon. All I know is this. When they kick Donald Trump out of the house, they better change the codes to everything immediately. Exactly. I know him. He's going to try and log back in. Yeah. They better make the code something he'd never guess, like Eric's birthday. So if President Trump doesn't concede, he will put a stain on the American presidency yeah. that will never go away. Yes, but on the other hand, he could be physically dragged out of the White House. Yeah. So... Maybe it's worth it. And if you don't know, now you know. Wow, that's serious. That man, I know because he didn't have a Christmas. I see, I see where they had um him and Milani taking Christmas presents. Uh, they put the Christmas ads. Now first she didn't want to do the Christmas tree. Now they took a picture at the White House where all the Christmas trees is up and all that, right? Don't you think you should be packing to get out? <laughs> they still hanging around like, hey, they still the president. I mean, they is very in the delusional state, huh? That is, that is, 
it's it's idiotic. However, it is very very dangerous. It's very dangerous. I'm telling you. And uh, <laughs> this is interesting how this is turning out to be, man. Because <laughs> you would never. Well, I ain't gonna say you would never think because in the time we live in, y'all. Man, you cannot just discard nothing about right now. I'm not surprised. God don't want us to be surprised. Okay? You know, he wants us to be on alert. This is the time to be on alert. And it's sad to say we're going out to this new year. This These people been going back and forth from a stimulus package. Since the first one, we was they was supposed to been have the second one and the third one since June, and all this time they still going back and forth. Now they bragging that they didn't came to an emergency relief. Okay, so when is gonna be relief? Emergency to who though? It's so sad, you guys. We had went to the store and we can see this white couple this white uh, and she was a white lady and she was asking people in the parking lot just for gas money so they can get to Amaretta and when she came up to us in the window we jumped because how she did it and she was like I apologize I don't want you to think I'm be scared I'm not trying to rob you I'm not trying to do nothing we just we just, and you can tell I'm looking I'm like, where in the hell she came from? Because she just popped up, right? But then we watched her. Looked like somebody had hit the back of their car, so their back bumper was out. And their back trunk, I mean, their back seat was full of clothes, y'all. I mean, you could tell they didn't... (laughs) It's so sad. You could tell they had to be evicted. Why is these Republicans doing this to the American people? And she just not the first one. I know for a fact numerous of individuals have been evicted out of their home in the middle of a pandemic. Bad enough two weeks would hurt you. Just being exposed by someone that have been tested positive and now you have to stay home in quarantine. It was 14 days from what I'm seeing on CDC. They say 10 days now. Man, it don't matter. And people have to ask other people out and about and my heart felt so bad because I didn't have cash on me. You know, when I really strive not to have cash on me. But that particular time, I usually have at least about $20 worth of change on me, right? Man, my heart went out to that couple. My heart went out to them. And me and my daughter just sat and prayed in the car because we remember those days. We remember those days. When we had to sleep in a car. And before I had a car. Before I had a car, we would sit at that bus stop 
Sometimes we'll sit there all morning because I didn't know where we was going to go. Some days it was cold. And and we can go to the gas station and oh my gosh, it's just so much you guys. So my heart is very open to people. My heart is very open to people. I don't live my life to try to hurt nobody or manipulate nobody or just do stuff to people like people do stuff to people. Because I think I've experienced almost every part of life that can hit you. Dr. D didn't experience it. I mean, from the good to the bad, and then it got really stinky ugly in some seasons in my life. And that's why I don't I don't take these opportunities for granted. And when God blessed me in the midst of all of this chaos and this rhetoric, and they going back and forth talking about giving the people this amount of money and that amount of money. You know what, you guys? When you think about it, it's all our money anyway. We pay taxes every day when you go to that store. Every year you have to pay taxes. It's come to find out we pay more taxes, the citizens pay more taxes than the wealthy folks. So why y'all wealthy people are getting upset and angry, you know, because y'all taxes are higher. And then you give big donations only to get an awesome tax credit break where you won't have to pay so much, right? So, sorry about that, but I get emotional with stuff like this because... When, when I, I just, man, I'm telling you, McConnell and and um, Graham, they need to get their act together. And I just pray that the people in Georgia vote those Republicans out. We need those two seats, and let's gain those two seats so we can gain the House and the Senate. And so stuff can be done. And one thing Roland Martin unfiltered share, he said the Democrats are playing pity, pity pack. You know, we, we want to be the nice, conservative, Christian folks. No, no, no. You know what? The kingdom of God suffer violence and the violence take it back by force. I think the people have been suffering violence enough. And it's time for us to take back the house. Let's take back our rights. Let's take back our money. You know, let's take back our money, period. That's how it should be, right? Well, I'm gone because I see I'm about to get all ramped. And I don't want to do that. But that is how I feel on that situation. God bless you guys. Government agencies, including the Treasury and Commerce Departments. Russia, who is believed to be behind this cyber attack, is denying any involvement. But this comes just days after the cybersecurity firm FireEye also revealed that its network was hacked. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge has the latest. The hacks into the Commerce and Treasury Departments are believed to be led by the Russian government, and they appear to be related to a recently disclosed hack on prominent U.S. cybersecurity firm FireEye. 
FireEye said Sunday it believed hackers were able to gain access to numerous public and private organizations around the world by slipping malware into software developed by SolarWinds, an IT management company. SolarWinds products are used by hundreds of thousands of organizations worldwide, including the military, the CDC, major telecommunications companies, as well as Viacom CBS. In a statement, the company's CEO said it is cooperating with the FBI, the intelligence community, and law enforcement. The Washington Post reported the Russia-affiliated hacking group known as Cozy Bear breached email systems in some cases. The group has direct ties to Russian intelligence and was allegedly behind hacking attacks against the Democratic National Committee in 2015. And in July, the U.S., Britain, and Canada accused Cozy Bear of attempting to steal coronavirus vaccine research. For more on this, let's bring in CBSN technology reporter Dan Patterson. So, Dan, what more can you tell us about the nature and the extent of this breach involving the Treasury Department and other, other top government agencies? Yeah, so it appears as though an exploit within uh, that solar winds uh, application software um, allowed hackers to access upstream uh, the digital supply chain. So if you think just like a physical supply chain that provides goods and services, so too do IT companies like SolarWinds provide services to government contractors, corporate contractors, and other companies. So when we say uh, a hack occurred high up in the chain, that's what it means. Uh, so companies like Viacom, CBS might be downstream where the purchaser, or in this case, commerce or treasury. Um, and so one of these undisclosed um, vulnerabilities requires a pretty sophisticated actor and uh, my sources were saying very similar things last night that um, oh, well we always want to treat attribution and cybersecurity with um, uh, some skepticism it appears as though a group called APT 29 that's advanced persistent threat 29 uh, cozy bear is likely responsible for this hack uh, and related to the FireEye hack that we spoke about last week. Uh, this is a pretty significant attack because uh, Cozy Bear is capable of pretty disruptive activities. In fact, my sources call them um, uh, bringers of chaos. That is their kind of MO. They like to do things that are disruptive. As we heard Catherine talk about, uh, they were responsible allegedly for the 2015-2016 uh, attacks against the Clinton campaign. Uh, we saw them uh, um, involved in attacks against the Olympics in what was called Olympic Destroyer was uh, the name of the attack. And we saw them involved in 2016-2017 uh, with the um, release of tools called Eternal Blue, which uh, resulted in ransomware attacks across the world. So this is a, a pretty capable group who were um, apparently involved in some pretty sophisticated attacks. And I think just like the FireEye attack, we will see the fallout from this persist for quite a while. Uh, so you mentioned that there may be a connection to the FireEye um, breach. With FireEye, they said that their, their hacking tools were stolen. H how would the two connect, possibly? Well, we know that FireEye uh, investigates a lot of um, uh, hacks like this, very high-level, uh, potentially state-sponsored hacks. But we also know that they're involved with this digital supply chain. Look, at the end of the day, supply chains are, are pretty similar, whether they're digital or physical. And a lot of these companies overlap, especially when it comes to IT services. So uh, one attack or one hack 
targeting a company like Solar Winds kind of has a domino effect across other uh, enterprise firms. So um, we'll continue to monitor this. And of course, we're speaking with FireEye, who are being pretty helpful. Microsoft is also being pretty helpful in understanding uh, the extent and capabilities of what we call the threat actor or the potential hacking group here. So Dan, let me ask you about uh, online platforms like Facebook that continue to tackle misinformation. They say they are removing more and more content like this, but won't share how they're doing it. Why is that important? Well, it's important for a few reasons, Vlad. Uh, one is that Facebook has a legitimate need and purpose to uh, protect their user data. Um, look, they are very opaque and they kind of selectively share information when they do takedowns. It's hard for us to independently verify a lot of this or, or the scale of a lot of their takedowns. Uh, but at the same time, Facebook wants to make sure that they're not specifically releasing details about individuals. And they also want to make sure, you know, with data collection also comes uh, kind of the, the meta or the forensic process around it. And so you can infer or a competitor might be able to infer a lot of tools and tactics from Facebook just by a release of data. But it is quite true. Uh, they are very opaque when it comes to data sharing around misinformation and disinformation, especially when compared to a company like Twitter, where we can kind of scan and crawl um, the data networks around Twitter pretty easily. Uh, the misinformation fire hose just keeps on flowing. Uh, you thought maybe that it, you know we'd get a little bit less um, after the election, but no. There's there's a whole lot of other things to, to misinform people about. There are some tools out there, though, that paint a small picture of the type of misinformation that's being spread online. What can you tell us about those? Yeah, so I'm not the only reporter who monitors this stuff, but a lot of us use a kind of a suite of software, uh, starting with Google Trends. Look, this Google data is pretty great, and it can kind of give you an overview of what's happening online in general. Uh, but also there's a company called News Whip, which just lets us look into Facebook. Uh, social Blade lets us look into YouTube. CrowdTangle is a social tool used by social media marketing firms. It's actually uh, made by Facebook, and they give us what we call API, that's application programming interface level access, meaning code level access. And then I use another suite of tools. Uh, one is called Meltwater Social, which is little like Excel for Twitter. I can see trends and I can see, you know, when inauthentic activity happens because it will show you the same copy used in a tweet over and over and over. Um, so we also kind of check the data against our expert uh, sources. So uh, often I will take a bucket of information that I acquired from say Twitter and then run my own, um, what I get from this data past experts who are real data scientists. And we kind of match up uh, how that, what you referred to Anne Maria, the um, fire hose of disinformation is spreading. Dan, before we let you go, uh, so this morning, uh, as you probably know, every morning we have an editorial call here at CBSN where we talk about the stories we're going to be covering uh, on the show, and I click on the Google link and nothing comes up, and I click on it again, nothing comes up, and I'm sitting there going like, well, maybe the link changed, maybe I don't know what I'm doing because I'm not like that tech savvy, uh, and so I text Ross, our senior producer, and he says, yeah, we're having problems with Google. So I guess we weren't the only one. What was going on today? <laughs> Uh, well, it's hard to get a sense of what actually happened. Of course, I reached out to Google. Um, I emailed Google using Gmail um, and haven't heard back yet. I also texted some sources at Google 
Um, and I, look, the forensics on what specifically happened, we're going to get a statement from Google later. On Twitter and across the social web, we heard claims of what we call a DDoS, distributed denial of service. Uh, I'm skeptical of these claims. If you Maybe that's what happened, but a DDoS is when you dump a lot of data at one target and try to take it down. Google gets DDoSed all the time, and they have mitigation tactics that they deploy. Uh, so we're still finding out. Often uh, when services like this go down, it can just be a misconfiguration error, um, user error. But sometimes something a little more nefarious is going on. So with all the hacking that's going on right now, we're keeping an eye on Google and uh, chatting with them as well when Gmail's back up. Matches back here on this beautiful Hornet Silver sofa, love seat, chair, in stock right now for you at Gallery Furniture. Check out the sumptuous styling and... We're not doing free advertisement. <laughs> All right, Dan. Thank you so much. Wow. So y'all heard that, right? Okay, so we're going to go to the to the next thing. Um, they're about to go live with the Electros Meet the Cast Electronic College Votes. And um, let's see what's going on. This is crazy. ...to fight for our democracy. To show the country and the world once again the best the United States has to offer. I'm honored to cast my electoral college vote to confirm a team that will work to repair our image and lead us into a brighter future inclusive, diverse, innovative, and compassionate. A team that shares our values, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Whoa. Thank you, Elector Gash. District 11, Elector Julia Kennedy Beckman. Please step forward and cast your vote. Proud to represent the 11th Congressional District, and I'm, it's my fervent hope that we are indeed seeing the dawn of a very bright new day in the United States. Thank you, Elector Beckman. District 12, uh, Elector Chris Welch, please step forward and cast your vote. Good morning. My name is Chris Welch. I am honored and privileged to be here this morning to cast one ballot for President of the United States for Joseph R. Biden and another ballot for Vice President of the United States, the first woman and the first African-American, Kamala D. Harris. And together, they're going to help us build back better. Thank you, Elector Welch. District 13, Elector Jane Mazzotti, please step forward and cast your vote. It is with great pride and pleasure that I cast these votes for the 13th District for the next President and Vice President of the United States, Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris. Thank you, Elector Mazzotti. District 14, Electra, Elector Christina Zahorek, please step forward and cast your vote. Thank you, Elector Christina Zahorek. 
I'm proud to represent the 14th Congressional District, and we are speaking. I am very <laughs> proud to cast our vote for President Joe Biden and for all the women and the young girls who dream for Kamala Harris. Thank you, uh, Elector Zahorek. District 15, Elector Brandon Phelps, please step forward and cast your vote. Thank you, Elector Phelps. District 16, Elector Christine Benson, please step forward and cast your vote. I am honored and privileged <laughs> to vote today and serve for the 16th Legislative District, the next president and vice president of the United States. Okay, to my brother, Mike Quigley, Congressman, foundation's been laid, now get to work. <laughs> Thank you, Elector Benson. And I hope the Congressman is listening will heed your advice. District 17 Elector Don Johnson, please step forward and cast your vote. I'm proud to be here again and cast my vote for President and Vice President of the United States, and especially to see Secretary White, who every time I do this seems to get younger and younger although I don't know if he's still tumbling or not, but maybe I'll find out afterwards. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Elector Johnston. Uh, District 18, Director, Elector Sheila Stock-Smith, please step forward and cast your vote. On behalf of the hardworking people of the 18th Congressional District, I proudly support Joe Biden for president and Kamala Harris for vice president. Thank you, Elector uh, Stock Smith. Now, at large, Elector Senate President Don Harmon, please step forward and cast your vote. Elector at large, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, please step forward and cast your vote. It is my great honor as the mayor of the city of Chicago, but a proud Illinoisan, to cast my vote um, and humbly doing so for President Joe Biden and for Vice President, my sister, my friend, Kamala Harris. Wow. Thank you for this honor. See, that's what it was. See, not only Chicago has has a a, a black <clears throat> mayor, or I guess governor. All the ballots have been cast. Secretary Harmon will now tally the votes. But most of the, the citizens of Chicago was black people that voted. You see what I'm saying? Philadelphia, all, now check it out, you guys. You got to go back and do your homework. All right? You got to check out and do your homework and why it was so important for us to understand what Trump was doing in the Republican Party. All right? That's, it's all part of voting suppression. 
They made it seem like black people voted for Trump. No, black people got out and vote to get him out of there. Okay? And it wasn't just all uh, nationalities got out there and voted. You understand what I'm saying? So how you gonna try to overturn the mail-in ballots? Overturn the, the votes and the electoral college votes for these main states? I'm not gonna have it. You know, and and he is definitely he's he's a dangerous man. He's a dangerous psychotic man. Now he's leading and and doing rallies and talking about the country is being run by a legitimate president. How can you say something like this? Okay, now y'all, how many times this man got to count this these votes? They got it on live, y'all. So that's what y'all watching. Secretary Harmon has tallied the ballots, and it is my pleasure to announce that former Vice President Joseph Biden has received 20 electoral votes uh, for president from the great state of Illinois, and United States Senator Kamala Harris has also received 20 electoral votes for Vice President of the United States. Each elector is now required to sign six copies of the certificate of vote, which will be distributed to the proper authorities. Secretary Harmon, please distribute the certificate for each elector to sign, and each elector shall, uh, should be at ease for a few moments while the necessary signatures are gathered. This is like a moment that we're gonna be, they're gonna be talking about this in school. You know, how the loss of one man called himself, well, he thought he was gonna be able to tear down the democracy of this country. And you're supposed to be an American citizen, you know, and you know. Walking around, big chief, instead of being humble, you know, you're in debt, your business is in debt. You want to shout out everybody else's issues and not deal with your own issues. That's just how a narcissist does.
So what they're doing, they have the uh, certificate of uh, confirmation that each uh, elector that represent that state of signing the certificate to state that Joe Biden is the president. And today is the day they're going to announce to officially uh, announce that he is the new 46th president. I guess it's 46. Yeah. 44. I mean, yeah, the 46th president of the United States of America. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to the meet the press because they're going to go through some more details that I want you guys to kind of like understand. I know a lot of us hearing this and hearing that. And so the information that I do share is what I am like, okay, so this is what's happening. I don't watch this every day, you guys, but I just want to keep afloat so I can have intelligent conversations when certain subjects come up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but to really understand, you can always go online, okay? Even though they say Google is out, but I just checked my Gmail. It was all right, but that was early this morning. You couldn't get into Google. Uh, but you always can go online and really do your research and find out if you have any questions about anything, you guys. You have the intelligence and the wherewithal to go and find out for yourself. And then, yes, they'll have other individuals that are more astute with the subject, you know, that really like that. They just made that their mission, right? Well, yeah, you can listen to those, too, because I do listen to different individuals like Roland Martin Unfiltered, uh, Michael Hightap of the African-American History. I watch some YouTube um, documentary just to understand what's going on. Okay, so that's what I want you guys to to always be mindful. Always be mindful. Go and research it for yourself. I'm waiting for this lady to call me back. Because um, she accidentally missed the E. <laughs> missed the E in my... um. in my my business name so yeah we gotta get that straight all right y'all so they're still signing so we'll come back okay all right of our country above all else to ensure the fairness and accuracy of this election you are the true patriots of 2020 and all americans owe you their gratitude Finally, to our new president and vice president, as Delawareans, we could not be more proud to send one of our own to lead this nation. Oh, that's Delaware now. We do so at an unprecedented time in our country's history. The combined challenges of the pandemic, economic uncertainty, and the struggle for social, economic, and environmental justice are a test for even the greatest nation in the world. We wish the new administration the courage and judgment 
to lead us through this long, dark winter. And two, as Lincoln said in his second inaugural, bind up the nation's wounds as we move towards renewed prosperity. We begin that process today by completing the work of this election. I am honored to be here with our electors, Marla Blunt Carter, John Danello, and Marie Mayer. Today, our electors will make history, as others have for over two centuries, by fulfilling the will of the people with the casting of their votes for President and Vice President of the United States. The process for nominating and selecting electors and having them vote is established by the U.S. Constitution and Delaware law. Shortly after the Republican and Democratic parties nominated their presidential and vice presidential candidates at their national political conventions this past summer, state leaders of both parties nominated electors to stand for those candidates and sent those names to Delaware's elections commissioner. Last month, we cast our votes as citizens. Those votes were tabulated and then certified by our superior courts in each county. The results were then sent to Governor Carney, who added together each county's votes and ascertained the names of the winning electors. The governor then prepared the following certificate of ascertainment. It reads, whereas an election was held in the state of Delaware on Tuesday, the third day of November, in the year of our Lord, 2020, that being the Tuesday next after the first Monday in said month, in accordance with the provisions of the Constitution and laws of the state of Delaware. In that behalf, for the purpose of choosing by ballot three electors for the election of a president and vice president of the United States, whereas the official certificates or returns of said election held in the several counties of the said state in due manner made out, signed and executed, have been delivered to me according to the laws of the said state by the superior court of said counties. And having examined said returns and enumerated and ascertained the number of votes for each and every candidate or person voted for as one of such electors, the results appear as follows. Marla Blunt Carter, 200 96,268 votes. John Danello, 296,268 votes. And Marie Mayer, 296,268 votes. For Roberts Brokaw, 200,603 votes. Chris Kenny, 200,603 votes and Ken Simpler Sr., 200,603 votes. The certificate of ascertainment reveals that the duly elected, duly elected and chosen electors for President and Vice President of the United States are Marla Blunt Carter, John Danello, and Marie Mayer. At this time, I'm going to turn to the electors to cast their votes for president and vice president, according again to the laws and constitutions of the United States and the state of Delaware. 
Mr. Danello. Good morning. My name is John Danello, and I volunteer to serve as the chairperson of the electoral delegation. Do you all agree? Carter, and I volunteer to serve as secretary of this electoral delegation. Do you agree? We agree. Yes. Madam Secretary, the certificate of vote is before us. I am casting my vote for Joseph R. Biden and Kamala D. Harris. I am casting my vote for Joseph R. Biden and for Kamala D. Harris. I am casting my vote for Joseph R. Biden and for Kamala D. Harris. We will now each proceed to sign the certificate of vote. Wow. I, I, ask, ask, I ask that each elector sign the duplicate originals of the certificate of vote also. Okay, y'all, Delaware is signing their electoral, electoral college votes. Wow. Well, I don't think I can see. <laughs> Somebody kicking and screaming, boy, I tell you. They don't want to see this happen. to show the country and the world once again the best the United States has to offer. I'm honored to cast my electoral college vote to confirm a team that will work to repair our image and lead us into a brighter future, inclusive, diverse, innovative, and compassionate. A team that shares our values, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Whoa. Thank you, Elector Gash. District 11, Elector Julia Kennedy Beckman. Please step forward and cast your vote. Proud to represent the 11th Congressional District, and I am, it's my fervent hope that we are indeed seeing the dawn of a very bright new day in the United States. Thank you, Elector Beckman. District 12, uh, Elector Chris Welch, please step forward and cast your vote. Good morning. My name is Chris Welch. I am honored and privileged to be here this morning to cast one ballot for President of the United States for Joseph R. Biden and another ballot for Vice President of the United States, the first woman and the first African-American, Kamala D. Harris. And together, they're going to help us build back better. Thank you, Elector Welch. District 13, Elector Jane Mazzotti. 
Please step forward and cast your vote. It is with great pride and pleasure that I cast these votes for the 13th district for the next president and vice president of the United States, Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris. Thank you, Elector Mazzotti. District 14, Electra, Elector Christina Zahorek, please step forward and cast your vote. I'm proud to represent the 14th Congressional District, and we are speaking. I am very <laughs> proud to cast our vote for President Joe Biden and for all the women and the young girls who dream for Kamala Harris. Thank you, uh, Elector Zahorek. District 15, Elector Brandon Phelps, please step forward and cast your vote. Thank you, Elector Phelps. District 16, Elector Christine Benson, please step forward and cast your vote. I am honored and privileged to vote today and serve for the 16th Legislative District, the next president and vice president of the United States. Okay, to my brother, Mike Quigley, Congressman, foundation's been laid, now get to work. <laughs> Thank you, Elector Benson. And I hope the Congressman is listening will heed your advice. District 17 Elector Don Johnson, please step forward and cast your vote. I'm proud to be here again and cast my vote for President and Vice President of the United States, and especially to see Secretary White, who every time I do this seems to get younger and younger although I don't know if he's still tumbling or not, but maybe I'll find out afterwards. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Elector Johnston. Uh, District 18, Director, Elector Sheila Stock-Smith, please step forward and cast your vote. Uh, on behalf of the hardworking people of the 18th Congressional District, I proudly support Joe Biden for president and Kamala Harris for vice president. Thank you, Elector uh, Stock Smith. Now, at large, Elector Senate President Don Harmon, please step forward and cast your vote. Elector at large, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, please step forward and cast your vote. It is my great honor as the mayor of the city of Chicago, but a proud Illinoisan, to cast my vote um, and humbly doing so for President Joe Biden and for Vice President, my sister, my friend, Kamala Harris. Wow. Thank you for this honor. See, that's what it was. See, not only Chicago has has a a, a black 
Mayor, or I guess governor. All the ballots have been cast. Secretary Harmon will now tally the votes. But most of the, the citizens of Chicago was black people that voted. You see what I'm saying? Philadelphia, all, now check it out, you guys. You got to go back and do your homework, all right? You got to check out and do your homework and why it was so important for us to understand what Trump was doing in the Republican Party, all right? That's, it's all part of voting suppression. They made it seem like black people voted for Trump. No, black people got out and vote to get him out of there. Okay? And it wasn't just all uh, nationalities got out there and voted. You understand what I'm saying? So how you gonna try to overturn the mail-in ballots? Overturn the, the votes in the electoral college votes for these main states I'm not going to have it. You know, and and he is definitely he's he's a dangerous man. He's a dangerous psychotic man. Now he's leading and and doing rallies and talking about the country is being run by a legitimate president. How can you say something like this? Okay, now, y'all, how many times this man got to count this, these votes? They got it on live, y'all. So that's what y'all watching. Secretary Harmon has tallied the ballots, and it is my pleasure to announce that former Vice President Joseph Biden has received 20 electoral votes uh, for president from the great state of Illinois, and United States Senator Kamala Harris has also received 20 electoral votes for Vice President of the United States. Each elector is now required to sign six copies of the certificate of vote, which will be distributed to the proper authorities. Secretary Harmon, please distribute the certificate for each elector to sign, and each elector shall, uh, should be at ease for a few moments while the necessary signatures are gathered. This is like a moment that we're going to be, they're going to be talking about this in schools. You know, how the loss of one man called himself, well, he thought he was going to be able to tear down the democracy of this country. 
and you're supposed to be an American citizen, you know, and, you know, you're walking around big chief instead of being humble, you know, you're in debt, your business is in debt, you want to shout out everybody else's issues and not deal with your own issues, that's just how a narcissist does. what they're doing, they have the uh, certificate of uh, confirmed 
confirmation that each uh, elector that represent that state of signing the certificate to state that Joe Biden is the president. And today is the day they're going to announce to officially uh, announce that he is the new 46th president. I guess it's 46. Yeah. 44. I mean, yeah, the 46th president of the United States of America. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to the Meet the Press because they're going to go through some more details that I want you guys to kind of like understand. I know a lot of us hearing this and hearing that. And so the information that I do share is what I am like. Okay, so this is what's happening. I don't watch this every day, you guys. But I just want to keep afloat so I can have in- intelligent conversations when certain subjects come up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but to really understand, you can always go online. Okay? Even though they say Google is out. But I just checked my Gmail. It was all right. But that was early this morning. You couldn't get into Google. Uh, but you always can go online and really do your research and find out if you have any questions about anything, you guys. You have the intelligence and the wherewithal to go and find out for yourself and then yes they'll have other individuals that are more astute with the subject you know that really like that they just made that their mission right well yeah you can listen to those too because i do listen to different individuals like roland martin unfiltered uh michael high tap of the african-american history i watch some youtube um documentary just to understand what's going on, okay? So that's what I want you guys to to always be mindful. Always be mindful. Go and research it for yourself. I'm waiting for this lady to call me back. Because um, she accidentally missed an E. <laughs> missed an E in my... um. in my my business name so yeah we gotta get that straight all right y'all so they're still signing so we'll come back okay all right